You're listening to the Terror of the Woods podcast, where every question is a great question. I am your host, Star Strazabosco. Get your critical thinking caps on because we are seeking truth in a world where we are drowning in information, but starved for knowledge. Needed a little bit louder. I gotta get. I'm looking at the at the decibels. Mm. How's that? Testies, testies. One, two. Testies, testies. One, two, three. Three. <laughs> it's like the uh, on um, that alien movie. Three tits. Wow, that's great. <laughs> Why didn't oh, you do four? Total, well, dude, that would be recall. so weird. <laughs> total Recall. I what? love that movie. No. Yes. No. I'm talking about the Alien movie with um, Paul. Paul. I'm talking oh, about Paul. Oh, well, Total Recall. <laughs> oh, you're the old. I've school. never seen Total Recall. Oh, man. I'm just gonna. <laughs> Damn. I gotta start making a list. What was the last one you said you hadn't seen? And I was like, it, like really. Was it? It wasn't Labyrinth. Fear and Loathing in Las uh, Vegas. Yes, you yes, got to see that, that one. No. It has the adrenochrome. I get it, man. <laughs> this this it's research now for you. It's to, really not. Yeah, well, it's really it's not. CIA disinformation. <laughs> no, it is, but it's research to see what it is that they're trying to tell us or sell us. Because what they say to us in the movies is so people can say, "Well, that's a movie thing, so it's not real," you know. So that's, it's research. Mm. It's what they're really doing in the world. They're really growing three tits on aliens. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous. Actually, I yeah, don't think I'd have room for an extra one. I need a third one. <laughs> I could use one. Well, yeah, that was good banter. Yeah, You can it use it later. Yeah, man. Get people going. Get your thinking critical caps on. Because we're going to talk about some tits today. <laughs> It's gonna be titty test. They're gonna be coming at you quick. (laughs) (laughs) What was I? I had a conversation with somebody. We're talking about the, I guess her son when he was really young, the signs, you know, the sign flippers. Instead of saying a stick, like a sign stick, the the kid said a sign dick. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, just out there flipping their dicks around, you know. (laughs) Helicopter and that shit like wild. Just out here holding my dick, <laughs> my dick in my hand. Well, poor Richards, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> the Batman Lego movie. Okay, that one I have seen. Yeah. And when Robin's like, the kids at the orphanage sometimes call me dick. And yeah. Batman's like, kids can be cruel, kid. <laughs> kids can be cruel, kid. <laughs> and he's like, what? Uh, Dick's my name. Like, he doesn't know yeah. the other word for dick, so it's just like so good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love it. So I guess we can talk about how we want to bring the transhumanism into our discussion doing a series soon because it seems pretty relevant now that things that we knew about even last year or maybe the year before are now being published in Forbes or in uh, National Review, you know, articles in the WAPO or the New York Times as if it's like, oh, yeah, that's the next evolution thing like that mm-hmm. that means that society is actually moving along just great no 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 that means that they want to make you into a computer because they don't like your back talk 
Right. So I don't think that I've heard anything about transhumanism until uh, one of my conspiracy-minded aunts said something about, I was watching the expert on transhumanism on Bannon, and I could tell you his name, cause I'm, but I'm not sure because... I'm already spacing it, but she's... Oh, she's, Steve Bannon's war room. Yes, yeah, yeah. But no, the the expert on transhumanism, I can't think of his name at the moment, but if oh. you go to the the war room webpage, webpage you'll find his yeah. articles. And so I was like, okay, who is this expert? I don't know anything about this transhumanism other than lately it's really in the conspiracy-minded people with this vaccine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't call it a vaccine. I call it gene therapy. I call it what it is. Um, but, and, and I'm just thinking, okay, so you've got half of the conspiracy minded people saying it's a mass depopulation tactic. It's going to kill everyone. And right. then you've got the other half saying that it's going to make super people yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like ushering in transhumanism. <laughs> yeah. And so I really critically thought about that and what I think what it's doing really, this is just my CT is that it's, it's kind of making it okay to be transhuman and it's starting this idea that, those who get the vaccine are better than those who didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's separating us and creating those classes, but it's also bringing in the technology bit. If you read anything about the vaccines, it's technology, technology, technology. Right. And so I think that's why it's being brought into the vaccine talk. And I haven't done enough research on it, but I know that just by starting uh, my look into transhumanism, this is going to have to be a series because yeah. it's so much stuff. Yeah. Like well, and a lot. They've, they've started even... What when the first computer came out in 1988? I think. Well, I, from the CIA files that yeah. I've read, <laughs> they had them a little longer than that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, and a lot of people don't know this, and you might not be able to find it anymore. The first Apple computer was sold for six hundred and sixty-six dollars. Okay, did you verify that? Yes, I did on the internet when yeah. I had it up. Mm. There was a lot of. There was actually a lot of old. Um, documentation yeah well not not just documentation but a lot of old advertisements Mm. like from magazines like time magazine you can find it in but i was able to find it in an old magazine um website where it had the advertisement of it Mm. so there's that but then also the patent that bill gates i forget which one it is that is zero six zero six zero six I mean, it's it's yeah. everywhere. It's so it's almost like he just does it just to mess with everybody. If he really isn't trying to usher in the, you know, antichrist, but that's kind of where we're going with this because one side of this argument that says that they're trying to depopulate, and then the other side saying they're going to make us superhumans. Well, if you take away the a human's ability to do anything instinctly or innately. You've basically you're depopulating regular humans. You're turning right. them into cyborgs. So with the new computer that came out, uh, at least was privy to the public in the 1980s, it didn't take much longer for us to be holding it in our hands and relying on it so much. I mean, when you don't have your phone, let's say you just walk away or take a drive to go pick up your kid from school, it's only a five minute deal, but you feel like you are disconnected from a limb. You know, mm-hmm. that's not cool. No. And that that's one of the points that I think it was that it uh, was made by. And I, I can't name drop all of these people um, that I was. So I started with back the origins of transhumanism, who's the quote unquote founder of it and all of that stuff. And I, I'll have the names when we actually do a podcast on this. And also um, Elon talks about this. He talks about how we went from having that big giant computer with a black screen and white 
<laughs> letters or whatever, yeah. you know, print on it, to having this supercomputer in our hands, to having access to all of this information instantly. And now we're at the point where it's the input yeah. which is just our two thumbs, is just too slow for mm -hmm. all of the information that we could access. And if we could only have a faster input method, then we could just be super. And it's scary. That yeah. part of it is scary. And and when he said, you're already a cyborg, and people don't want to hear that. Right. But if you think about it critically, I am. Because a lot of my knowledge, I don't, I, you know, I might learn something and go, oh, that's probably an information that I'll keep for someday, but I don't keep it. Right. I don't even keep phone numbers anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. I used to know my grandparents' phone numbers, my home phone number, my best friend's phone number, mm -hmm. and now I, that's gone. So yeah. we have lost a certain amount of intelligence or, or memory, however we want to look at it. The requirement to retain information in your brain. Right. And now it's just, well, Google has it for me. I'll just yeah. look it up real quick. And if you think about not having that, how smart are you? Right. Because I feel like I'd be real dumb yeah. if I couldn't just go, man, there was that thing. And you might not, you might know one word and you, you can Google search that one it's, word and somehow Google knows. how you can get to it. Yeah. It's nuts. You, That's you can remember nuts. the color of a, like I had a I was trying to find this... Um, periwinkle. This no, I'm peri just kidding. <laughs> periwinkle. I like that word. It <laughs> was a good word. Periwinkle. It's like snickerdoodle. Right. <laughs> um, I was trying to find this book that I read as a kid, and it had this popcorn-making robot and a grandmother who had used the robot to make the popcorn, and it ended up filling the house full of pop... It was a really weird book, but interesting Weird. and I just had the color I, the only thing I could see in my mind was the grandmother was like blue it was, she was a cartoon <laughs> she was like a bear you know and the popcorn machine was like black and white striped and it kind of looked like a jukebox and so I put that into the google and it found the book they well, don't make it anymore that's because so. google read your mind yeah I know mm -hmm. it's crazy well and it really isn't that crazy I mean even people in the last what four, five years, I've been like, yeah, I was talking about getting skinny pants. And then I went online. And that's that the only is, thing I saw. That is so true. And yeah. and my husband and I, we, we kind of tested that theory. Mm -hmm. We didn't have Alexa in our home. I do now. I wish I didn't. But I do <gasps> yeah. because I have a security system. And now and you're a so, cyborg. Oh, now I'm a cyborg. <laughs> and and now my house is a cyborg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I live in a cyborg. Right? <laughs> um, but we were we were testing that theory on our phones. I said, let's talk about something random mm -hmm. when we have our phones with us and see if we start getting ads. And no kidding, we started getting ads. I wow. think we started talking about buying a, some vehicle that we wouldn't have bought anyway, but we started yeah. talking about it. And he would look, you know, be reading an article and the ad that was in there was for that vehicle. We did it. We tested yeah. it. And I was like, oh That's my crazy. gosh. And I just saw recently, and I think it's over a, a couple of years old, the woman who requested her data from Alexa. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. She has a viral something or other. I don't know what, what uh, social media it's on, but she requested her information from Alexa. They sent her a huge file from Amazon, sent her a huge file. She started going through it, and it was recordings of conversations in this file because the AI can read this, right? Yeah. The AI is is constantly picking up. It was like conversations about light bulbs or conversations about uh, just really, really kind of random things that Alexa didn't need to listen to, right? Right. Yeah. And again, it's to target for advertising. It's all about money. That, well, that's yeah. what it's all about. How yeah. can I sell you and distract you with something else? Mm -hmm. That's that's what it's really 
you know, the yeah. heart of it is. It's too easy to buy things from Amazon these days. But and it, they it wanted is. you to have those buttons around your house. They're like, oh, I'm oh, out please. of... Oh, please. I'm like, I saw really? those thinking, that is the yeah. dumbest thing. They're, why are we wasting long. plastic and tech yeah. on something like this? Just well, and, don't so, be lazy. Just order it. Right. Where's the safety feature on this when you get your kids in and the house? And they're all... Button, 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 button. And you got... 1,500 piles of, you know, toilet paper outside yeah. your home. Well, not these days because we don't have toilet any. Toilet paper's got a limit. Yeah, toilet paper. They won't let you buy more than one. <laughs> no, well, and it's all Socialism. stuck on the, the West Coast right now, so. <laughs> shipping so, containers. Yes. So, yeah, so maybe we should also bring up the shipping containers because that's, that's fun stuff. Yesterday on the news, the White House press conference on ABC News was streaming it and somebody spliced in the La Palma volcano footage. Canary Islands, yeah. Yes, for like two minutes. And then it went back to her talking. And what she was talking about when it got spliced in was the shipping containers. And that, oh, there's just a lot of shipping containers out there because everybody has so much extra money from the, the yeah. stimulus that we gave you. And they're just buying a lot more. Like, okay. You're you're full of shit. <laughs> so I, I follow. So first, my first thought when I believe it was you that sent me that link. And so I'm watching. I'm like, okay, well, Saki, I don't really care about what she has to yeah. say. But then when it popped on, I was like, oh, that's just so much more calming. Than, it, it and that's so what I felt. I felt calm <laughs> watching were, this lava explode. I did too. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a great well, and change. The, the, the <laughs> angle that they chose, it's the colors are very pretty. It's right. like a blue. Yeah. And then it's, I'm watching it right now. Yeah. It is I, it's I felt calmed very, by it. I was like, it oh, it's calming. So yeah. <laughs> volcano is more calming Reality than our is, lives. right? Well, and then you have the people who just can't wait to see this thing blow off and create right. a tsunami. I mean, at what point in our world history, in our society, where we're like, please, can we just have a tsunami? Just end all of this crap that's going on. <laughs> like, please. You and God. I are on the opposite side of the fence on that uh, one because I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I think I. I I told you, you know, I kind of fact checked that whole mega tsunami right. thing. And it's like a handful of scientists or one or two wackos or something like that. And the rest of the volcanologists are like, that is not even Gonna in the happen. realm of, I mean, it's very, very low if it were to even happen, but more than likely it wouldn't create that type of tsunami right. because of, and it, it's really scientific based on the Pacific shelf or whatever it's, all of the Wherever, tectonic yeah. plates and all of, I'm not a volcanologist yeah. I don't know but I didn't even um, know there was a volcanologist oh geez. that's kind of a cool thing oh, I'm a it volcanologist is a cool, I, I see V-U-L-C-A-N from the oh, okay. from Star Wars or no not Star Wars Star Trek like yeah like Vulcan yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's Vulcan what I think of. not Vulcan it's Vulcanol right. yeah but, but I'm saying like that's a really cool I I don't have a cool term you know, term like that. Right. To call myself. No, like, I don't me either. <laughs> I'm a vulcanologist. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Oh, it's very cool. Um, yeah, no, it's, and I, I don't know the uh, validity of that happening. Or the significance at, of it. The, what the were they trying to say? Yeah, I, I have no idea. But I would, I hope and pray that something massive like that does happen. <laughs> it doesn't that. have to be a volcano. <laughs> it could be, you know, um, it could be a beast coming up from the ground with like 17 horns on its head. Mm -hmm. I'll take that too. It doesn't matter how it gets here. We just need a crisis to take over this. Don't crisis. you feel like we've had enough crises? Like what, okay. we're in the middle I, of a pandemic. I wouldn't and the, call it a pandemic it. of yeah. the unvaccinated. And right. now there's this new flesh-eating, blood-clotting nightmare that we were talking about yeah, in India. Yeah, the Mulberg. The whatever they're calling it. Sounds it. like a like 
Mulberry. The Mulbergs are coming over. <laughs> the Mulbergs are coming. The Mulbergs. Quick, get out the fruit punch. Get the fruit ball. The Mulbergs are coming. The Mulbergs taste like Mulbergs. <laughs> Exactly. It's not funny though. Um, this virus no, looks isn't. really bad. Yeah. Um, and I haven't read uh, much about it yet. And Google just typed mulberry for me because because <laughs> it's oh, happening. Google. Um, what a, is it? India. How do you spell mulberg? It might not even be mul. Might be. You just Mur-berg. made that up, didn't you? Well, Mulberg. They, they make it up. Why can't I make it up? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's like a god or something. Oh, really? Oh. oh. So, yeah. Oh, uh, we could talk about some of this. Mm-hmm. Marburg. Oh, are you M-A-R-B-U-R-B. Okay, so it's not mull. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get away from that. Mulberg. Oh, Mulberg. The next pandemic is going to be the Marburg virus. Mar? Now you're saying mar, not mall. Oh, yeah. Marburg. Oh, it, Google. Oh. This is a hemorrhaging fever similar to Ebola with a 88% mortality rate. And I see Times of India is talking about it. Mm-hmm. Helio, the WHO is talking about it. Um, um, the World Economic Forum is talking about it. And they've already developed a PCR test. Now, I don't know the Wait a minute. This comes from bats? Ugh. Of course it does. No, does it? I'm being serious because I, don't know. I just clicked on the WHO Marburg virus disease and it's it's um it's it's a picture of a bat. It's bats. Ugh. Are they just using that for all the pandemics now, or <laughs> is it really what's so? Uh, uh, this You're is like, the first the time the bats I'm reading seem to about be working, guys. Let's just get the bats up there. They fall for it every time. Mm, 1967 is what when when they found this disease. Um, and where have they been keeping it? At the uh, Wuhan lab? The, the outbreak was associated with laboratory work using African green monkeys imported from Uganda. And this was in, at the time, uh, Belgrade, Serbia. Well, there was two outbreaks simultaneously in Marburg and Frankfurt in Germany and in Belgrade, Serbia in 1967 which led to the initial recognition of the disease. So is this another, we made this in the lab and now it's a bioweapon and now we're going to unleash it because we need the pandemic 2.0 because all these people won't get vaccinated. We'll kill them with this because it's an 88% death rate. So are we back to the depopulation theory then? Well, I mean, that (laughs) would be one way to uh, Uh. depopulate it. That'd be for sure. So here it says human infection, infection with Marburg virus disease initially results from prolonged exposure to mines or caves inhabited by Rusetus bat colonies. Rusetus, that's how it's spelled. Hmm. Um, Once an individual is infected with the virus, Marburg can spread through human to human transmission via direct contact through broken skin or mucous membranes. Great. Um, With the blood secretions, with blood secretions, organs, and other bodily fluids of infected people. Great. Two to 21 days incubation period. Two to 21 days. That's ridiculous. Wow. So a whole Hmm. month. Meanwhile, we're just about to roll out the vaccines for children. Hey, wasn't the yellow fever was a hemorrhagic fever? As well. And that, I, that one came from mosquitoes, though. Okay. That Malaria. was bad. Malaria comes from mosquitoes. Yeah. But that's, is that hemorrhagic as well? I don't even know what hemorrhagic Come on, is. Dr. Jill. <laughs> Come on, Somebody get with it. I'm just the conspiracy theorist. You're oh, the doctor. Yeah. Well, so, just looking at what WHO says about this, yeah. it sounds like it was... Created, created in a, a lab. lab. They don't say that, but 
that's what it, I mean, that's how well, what, it reads. What is I just the read point in you. studying this stuff? I mean, the gain okay. of function. Yes. Okay, so gain of function is in the scientific community, or to the Christians, it's the scientific community is playing God. And, and what the scientific community is doing is creating viruses that we can use, that we can utilize to change something. A virus that can eat plastic, a virus that can blah, 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 you know, a virus that is more stable in a vaccine, or the, that's what gain of function should mm-hmm. be, or, or kind of the ideology of it. There's a reason why it's illegal, and that's because it can be nefarious, and we can also accidentally create something really bad. Yeah. And if the lab working with viruses, which is, you know, the tiniest little things, if that virus gets out and we know it's terrible, right. that's really bad, right? We, we're living that right now. Yeah. So um, that that's where the, the line between Christianity and the scientific communication, Christians say we have what we need, right. like the ones that are kind of, I wouldn't say anti-science, but... But they draw the line at creating something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean... Something to destroy something when... Or, or it's not always to destroy. I mean, it, it, some viruses um, can be used for good. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that while you're tr- creating something that you think is going to be good, right. it ends up being very bad well, because we don't right. know what we're doing. Well, and here's the <laughs> right? problem with humans. We are born flawed, not just sinners from the Christianity standpoint, but we're all born flawed from a political standpoint, from a ideology standpoint. We're born flawed and you're always going to have a one-upper. So you're going to have a a country that wants to one-up the other country. I mean, we saw this with the space race Mm -hmm. and there's always going to be a corner of your government who is trying to plan a preemptive war by studying gain of function of viruses. And that's really, that's the scariest part because they also are the most operative and the most secretive, like the CIA or the Mossad or MI6s and whatever it is. They don't have to give you a report on what it is their annual duties are or what what they did last year. Really what they're doing is, what I believe they're doing is spying on other countries and selling that information to the country's governments so that they can use that information on their own citizens. At least that's how I see it. So we can't have gain of function. It should just be no. Well, and without good, there we we can't have evil, right? Right. And you, you just... You can't have people, free will without you know, all the other stuff. People yeah. can go in saying they're going to try to create something that's going to solve our or whatever oh. going to end up being, ooh, look what I found. Yes. This is a super virulent, you know, yeah. whatever. Well, so. it's like, uh, who was the guy that invented the fat boy? The bomb that they dropped on Hiroshima? Yeah, I wouldn't know oh. the name of the person. Yeah, so he, I think he committed suicide, and he didn't want that to be to used. Use it, no. Right. So well, you know, we only tested it really just before using it. Like we, oh, I'm sure you know, they and they tested it on in Nevada and other yeah. places where, like oh, the yeah, Marshall Nevada. Islands, where they ended up like totally mm-hmm. ruining the islands for yeah. the people. Now they live on spam, um, oh, and now we have to pay for their health care for the rest yeah. of their lives. I don't think they realize just the human effect and the leftover effect mm-hmm. of it. To be honest, and it, it, there's nothing worse in my opinion right now than nuclear war but i think the ai war coming up is going to be yeah, even bigger it's already to be honest. happening so i'm looking at the who on here and it says um, august 9th is when west africa's first ever case of marburg virus confirmed in guinea 
And then the other news release on it was um, 2017, and that was Uganda ends the Marburg virus disease outbreak. So what, I mean, How is did this, they end it? Was it ivermectin? Well, they're dressed up like uh, e- the Ebola let me look here. They're dressed up like Ebola? Like, Yeah, they look like the Ebola. <laughs> That's no, how I mean, they just outfits. dress up like the enemy. Yeah. And they go, ah, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're blending. Okay, so Uganda has successfully controlled an outbreak of Marburg virus disease and prevented its spread only weeks after it was first detected. What they did is they threw everybody in camps and said, y'all just die. Three people died over the course of the outbreak, which uh, affected two districts. Total of 316 close contacts. This was a very small outbreak, but with it being so deadly, I guess that's how you want to try to keep it. They don't really say how they just quarantined and kept people that were exposed and kept tight control and track of it. Old school quarantining. Oh, control. Remember those days when we just quarantined? When we quarantined people that were sick and presumed sick. Isn't that weird? Yes. so weird. They, so the White House put out a plan today, mm, and the great. Associated Press is reporting on it, the details to vaccinate 28 million children ages 5 to 11. I can't even with this. And you've got the maker of the, one of the creators of the mRNA vaccine saying that this is the most evil and vile plot he's ever seen Mm -hmm. when it comes to doing it on kids. Yeah. Because it's not necessary. Yeah. They have young, healthy immune systems. Right. Don't do it. I don't even know if it's past the the fingers on your hand, you know, how many children have actually died from this disease. Well, and look up the ones that did. They were very sick children. Right. Like they weren't. Yeah, healthy children. Mm-hmm. And actually, I have I have um, an acquaintance that her child has had surgeries and and had has been in the hospital a lot this year, and the hospital was full. And she had talked to the nurse like, "What is going on?" And she's like, "We're having a really bad RSV mm-hmm. um, season. They're not COVID. They're not whatever. It's RSV, and it's their babies are dropping like flies." Wow. Have you heard anything about that? No. This was at children's hospital wow in phoenix yes yes and she's like these this isn't COVID. it's a really bad rsv right now um and i forgot to look it up to see if you know who's talking about that because apparently and i'm wondering why so many babies and kids are getting that right now yeah what what do you think and if the statistics are higher than previous years at this time i don't know i didn't i didn't get into it yeah that's where my brain goes is what happened last year at this time and that kind of thing yeah well and where my mind goes is if they want to vaccinate these children, and what we do know about the vaccine is that it basically takes over your immune system. It becomes your immune system. So we're going to give this at a time to children where this RSV is going around, destroy their mm-hmm. immune system, and then... Pick off all the weak ones. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's wow. terrible. No, it is terrible. And I just don't understand why we're doing anything further beyond what we know and the fact that the PCR tests have already, from the CDC, is already said the PCR tests that we were using were faulty and had massive false positives. But we just keep moving along as if that information is great to base all of our further dis- or f- future discussions and research on. Well, and if they're saying that, think about this for a minute. You remember when COVID... Um not really first came out, but, but into it, we were like, so there's people that get 
the sniffles and that's it and they don't know they have it. Yeah. And then there's people who die from it. Right. And why is there such a wide variance? That was one of my questions was like, what is going on? Is it, yeah. is it blood type? Is it what, what the, you yeah. know, is it diet? Like what, what is causing this rift? Well, I'll tell you what was causing the rift. The PCR was c- calling po- positive COVID cases for the common cold, right. for the flu. Right. For the all of the the genetic material that they used to create that test, mm-hmm. which was pieces of other things, right? Like what? Yes, like the colds, other coronaviruses, oh, yeah. so that they could increase the likelihood that they caught this coronavirus positive on the test. So it had like five or six different coronavirus genetic material in order to be able to on the Q-tip? call this. No, 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 not on the Q-tip, oh. but in the reagents, so that when they oh, test what I you see. get on the Q-tip, yes, it it picks up, up to be COVID ten or whatever different. Yeah. Yes. So how is that? How is that science? Well, I think you could argue that in the beginning we hadn't isolated COVID yet here, so we had to come up quickly with a test, and that's why it was under an EUA. Mm-hmm. Still uh, is under still an is EUA. Under <laughs> EUA. Um, so I think I mean that that's a responsible thing to do in the beginning Mm -hmm. if if we haven't really truly isolated but we know it's coming from asia and we need to hurry and do something which is what was going on right um however that test should have been remediated modified whatever once we could isolate this covid thing Mm -hmm. um and keep it to that that rna plus the variants that we had already seen or whatever uh but i don't believe that happened so we have we even isolated it I don't know. I don't think anybody I would, does. I don't know. I've, I've spoken to some people who work for labs, state labs, and their answer or their response to that question is, well, I assume so since we have a vaccine a test for it. and a test. <laughs> you assume so? Yeah. Like you're the top dog of this state. And when it comes to that stuff, you're and the you one that does the, the interface. The, yeah. No. So I, and I, I have heard and I have not, researched this down but apparently in canada and in spain there were two court cases and the uh the plaintiff won saying they're asking for the state or the country whatever to show them proof that it's been isolated mm-hmm. and this and they haven't been able to because these people have been given you know citations for not masking or not quarantine or whatever and they're like okay well then i'll take you to court and if you can't prove that there is an isolated variant, then I win. Right. And that's that's what's happened supposedly, allegedly, in two countries right now. So maybe there's something like that making its way up to the Supreme Court right now in America. I don't know. But it just, from what this thing started out to be, doesn't it just seem like, okay, enough already? Like, I'm tired of that we're in this together. You know, like, when are we going to be like, I don't like sitting next to all these people (laughs) at all. I don't like being in this together with you guys. You just made me remember an article I think I sent to you. OSHA moves to strip Arizona of ability to regulate um, state worker safety. So I had just watched a video from one of my really good friends. Uh, She sent it to me. And it was talking about these two um, representatives, not of OSHA, but work hand in hand with OSHA as as the head of that department of hospital or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So they're very well versed with OSHA. And so they went through everything about how OSHA really can't take on this Biden 
um, mandate and mm-hmm. mandate the workers because you need X, Y, Z and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, who's going to go in for the inspections on the surveys and, it, and there's all a that lot stuff. to it. There's yeah, a lot yeah, to it. Absolutely. Like they're, they're, they're Think laws. of how many complaints they're going to get and then they have to go investigate every single complaint. Well, a, a, a big part of it is if when a person is hired, you can't add on extra, um, extra like the mask and stuff. Mm-hmm without adding on the extra risk of their the job right and so right. when you're when you're told the risks of your job or whatever so it's very technical with their their bylaws and their rules and stuff but these women are saying there's no way osha is going to take this on there's just no way and we know it because we know it in and out and there's just no yeah. way and then this pops up on the 20th um saying that osha moves to strip arizona um, of its ability. And of course, you've got Ducey saying that they're just playing politics and go ahead and try us and, right. you know, all of that stuff. And it's just like, I, you know, yet the day before I'm holding out hope that OSHA won't be able to do this and that we might have a, a, a saving grace with our jobs and not being, you know, right. fired. Um, but no, then it then we, we find out that they're just as corrupt I'm seeing than anybody else. So I really wonder, I, we'll put a link to that video. I can't remember who was the host and who the guests were, um, but I do have the link. It, it's interesting to hear them talk about it, and it really did give me hope that there's just no way OSHA's going to be able to push this mandate. But, I don't. I honestly don't think that they have the manpower to do it. Well, there's not enough people to follow up on all of the. That's the, how you create jobs, man. Well, yeah, but they job also creation. They Isn't also that what don't Biden have enough does? money. That mm-hmm. yeah, he creates jobs. Yeah, for mm-hmm. government jobs. But even that, he hasn't been able to do because they haven't <laughs> even passed that stupid budget yet. <sighs> and Biden coming out and saying, "Well, don't worry about your what your state might do in pulling your funds. Just go ahead and do what we say, and we'll make sure to refund you." Like the universities right now who are trying to impose the vaccine mandate on their staff and on the, the kids that are going to school. They just don't care if they get funds from their states right now because Biden's going to come in with, you know, the, all the money that they need. What money that is, I don't know, because you have a lot of people who are walking away from their jobs, meaning there's no income tax being paid. There's a <laughs> lot of companies that have had to scale back what they do and maybe even just close their doors completely. So what money is it that they're going to be taking in? Well, now they're going to be also with this bill, this build back better bill. (laughs) I hate that saying. They're going to be uh, beefing up the IRS so that they can come out and spy on us us and request or not request, require your banks to report on any transactions that you have of $600 or more. And they say that that is to capture all of the wealthy people. <laughs> yeah. Wealthy people don't make $600 no, transactions. No. Well, they, they do, but right. they're like daily. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, it's you're, what you're, I just And even feel still, like... I don't, I, I honestly don't give a shit. <laughs> and the IRS, what, why do we need you anyways? There is nothing that we can't do as a state to protect ourselves and to pay for the things that we really need that are commodities and services within our state. The federal government was designed by the states. The states weren't designed by the federal government. Right. And it's supposed to be limited. It's supposed That's why it just has a little patch of land in that swamp. And it's just supposed to... <laughs> that they're trying to turn into a state, yeah, by the way. Yeah, exactly. And the only purpose of it is to make sure that the business of the people collectively of the states is secure and our borders are protected and our military is taken care of. And that's really it. Not even the Department of Treasury or 
you know, the, our fiscal notes or any of our monetary uses are even supposed to be a federal issue. It's supposed to be a state issue. And I know that it could get very complex if every state had their own currency. But look at what happens when we have our own currency and our federal, quotes, federal bank is owned by just a few, a handful of families that people don't even know. This is not our bank. This is a bank owned. That's making bank that's making off of bank. the government. And every dollar that they print out, we pay back like 35% on. So 35 cents every single dollar that they print. I mean, they're making boatloads of money. They deal with gold at the top. Of course. So if we stopped paying our taxes, yeah, they... You think, well, they could just keep printing money. Well, no, because at some point, they're not, we're not fed into the system anymore. We're not giving into it. We're not pretending that, you know, we actually believe that this dollar bill holds value anymore. Right. Then they have nothing from us. We are not giving them back our promise of believing in their, their made up value. right? Right. So then what happens is they start fighting each other at the top for each other's gold Mm because they deal in gold. Which is why in a, in America, they, back in, I think it was the 1800s, they required everybody to give their gold. It was like a buyback mm-hmm. yeah. for guns. It was a buyback for gold. Yep. If you had gold in your safe and they found it, you would go to jail. So that's that's what we're dealing with here. It's all about money. And the Federal Reserve is wi- wiped in with all of the UN crap and the World World Health Organization, all the foundations, the Rockefeller, the I mean... You name them. They're Soros. All, what? Soros. Soros. Yes. Soros. Isn't, isn't Soros' son married to a... Yes. Yeah, something. Oh. It's very incestuous in that area. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. They're all married oh, to each other. It is I mean, just some, like... Somebody said that Newsom was uh, Nancy Pelosi's... Nephew. Nephew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, it. nobody thinks there's nepotism. Mm. I mean, it's straight up nepotism. There, you don't get to where you want to be at the top without either sleeping with one of these people or being not in politics. Not in not in politics. No. No, not in Absolutely politics. Absolutely not. Yeah. If you, you're a nobody, you're a nobody, and you'll stay a nobody. Yes. And mm-hmm. they and they'll uh, they'll demonize you. You know, they'll yeah. paint you out to be somebody that you're not. And some people have the guts to stay, but usually those people have to turn into what they hate in order right. to be there. Which is why we need to take back our country. We need to be we the people again. And it's sad that a lot of people are just like, well, it's just the way it is. This happens to every society, even Rome fell. As we well, know it, it will. It, on, it, it, it honestly it, has to now. It, well, it, it, it doesn't have it's to. known to. We're, that's it's going It's just going like to. Rome. It's going to be any day yeah. now. But what we well, need to make sure to do is to okay, gloom and doomer. it happens. It's happening. <laughs> Look at what's happening. I'm a, you're a domestic terrorist. I'm a domestic terrorist. Oh, it's I'm time. So We're not getting shipments. We're not getting imports. But yeah. I was going to send this article to you last night, but then I got tired and passed out. There is a good theory out there. If we have all these ships out there and they're not getting unloaded and they're just sitting there, how many exports out of other countries are happening? Nobody's buying anything. All the the mills in America that Mm -hmm. have to get products from around the world, they're not buying anything because you're not going to get it. Right. So that might actually help our cause. The problem is we're dependent on so many other countries for ingredients, for medicines and things like that, that could really sink our ship 
especially if we have Sink another. Ship. Ah! Yeah. I had all kinds of witty things to say. I, there was one I was sitting here holding, biting my tongue, and I couldn't wait to say it. And now what? I already forgot. I don't know. That's because that's what have, happens uh, to me. Post it yes. as we're doing this. I was yes. looking for something to write on, but then I got caught. I only talking. have an iPad Pro and a oh. pencil here, and I still didn't write it down. Um, technology will let you I'm down. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, the cyborg, my cyborg is not very borging today. Right. It's not borging today. <laughs> Borg, damn it. No. We only have a few more minutes, but do you want to kind of go into a little bit more of how our series will play out with transhumanism? Well, I think we should start with the basics because you know I'm old school and that's what I do. Yeah. And I don't want to be tainted by what everybody's saying, but I the few things that I've heard um, some of the, con- the conspiracy theorists talking about is, it. I mean, it's as, it's as um, simple as... Uh, Kind of like your phone being, you know, you're already a cyborg. Yeah. To all the way up to we've got these robot people are already living with us. And, you know, we've already done this in labs. Yeah, and we, that dog, you know, all of this that dog stuff. that you can buy now. It's a robot dog. <laughs> and it, it has a camera That's on its head. not transhumanism, though. That's a no, dog. But, no, but this is, uh, this is nudging us. Uh, all of it is. Yeah, all, all of, of it, it is. Yeah, so and, now and, you have this dog living. It's like, yeah. well... The dogs here taking pictures and noticing everything in our home might as well plug a computer on me so it can remember all the things in my home so I don't have to do it anymore. That is something that was in the Alexa feeds and that it just came to me when you said that, that um, Alexa and Amazon knew where everything was in her house, where it was located. And then it dawned on me. Have you seen the commercials, and I don't watch a lot of TV, but I've seen this commercial, Mm -hmm. (laughs) about the Roomba. You can say Roomba. Vacuum in front of the couch. If they have that kind of Mm -hmm. information about your house, all I think of is conspiracy. I think of like the movie Red, which is one I have seen, and I love it because I'm I'm so in love with Bruce Willis. Yeah. how the CIA's and the the all of those nefarious people, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, they they have like all of this information downloaded into their Google glasses, where they can they yes. know where everything is in the house, yes. and they can go in and snipe people out in their bed and all this stuff. And why but, wouldn't but, they? But, but but here's the thing: yeah. Amazon has that type of yeah, technology. Of course, if Amazon has that technology, imagine what the CIA imagine has. what exactly. I always go to the. Um, I'll, I'll wrap it up with this one thought. I always go back to the night vision goggles. Mm-hmm. So the night vision goggles were invented like back in the 30s or something, and I might be getting the date wrong, but I'm making the point. We didn't know about them until like the 70s. The, there's a there's a good point there. We really had a lot of explosive. If you th- you believe any of these conspiracy theories, a lot of explosive um, findings and inventions in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, mm-hmm. like some of the weapons that now are still almost futuristic, we already right. had then. Yeah, and and that it, once you know that, you're like, okay, right. um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if we had a a time machine back in even the 80s, and we came to 2021, and we're like whoa, I didn't realize that we would have this kind of technology in 2021. But if you just gradually bring somebody into it, then you don't notice the difference. No, you, you know? really don't. And, but yeah. we're we're the generation, you and I are the generation that grew up without 
We we grew up with the phone on the wall yeah. and no computer. Yeah, it was. Great, you know what wasn't I mean? It, it was. <laughs> it really was. Saturday morning cartoons. You had to watch them at yes. that time. You yes. had to get your ass up and watch it, or you My weren't going to. My Little gonna, Pony, Rainbow you know, Bright. Like whatever. if you wanted it, you Care had to be Bears, up at eight. Yeah, whatever you're into. Um, he Man was my. Mm. Oh, he and, and the ooh, Thundercats. Thundercats. Yes. Ooh, talk about what what <laughs> bestiality. So oh, the redhead. Oh, it was so hot. <laughs> and that was their uh, way of nudging us into. Right? Oh, that's what I was going to say. The, yeah. Transhumanism. Um, mm-hmm. If you go to what is that comedy channel that has cartoons for adults? Adult Swim. Okay, isn't one of them a computer or a all cyborg? Of them. All, Aren't they well, all? Well, I don't the, watch uh, it. But... Robot Chicken. Oh is my, that, what? Okay, yes. I, this oh, that's, is all that's on an another old show. Level. And guess who um, created the show? Seth Green. Who Ooh, is, who he's I, a creeper. Yes, who Isaac Cappy said yeah. was, No, you he's, know. you can tell he's a yeah. creeper. You so, don't even need Isaac Cappy to tell you that. It is a really funny show, though. I got to just share this one clip. No, cause please I think don't. It's <laughs> so funny, though. So they use old school dolls to like, you know, mm. to, to, do something, you know, show like a little clip of something. It's kind of like a, what are the name? Variety. It's kind of like a variety show. So it doesn't have people in it. It just has the the dolls. Anyways, remember in the movie 300 where he goes, this is Sparta. Mm-hmm. And he kicks the guy into the hole. Well, they had that doll going around saying things like, like, this is decaf and kicking the guy who made it. Or like, just like stupid shit like that. It was hilarious. I will always remember that one. Promoting but, violence. Yes, promoting violence. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and underwear. Or <laughs> these really tight red underwear. Anyways. Um, okay. So, yes. Be... Uh, be excited for our transhumanism series coming up. We're excited for it. There's a lot of different things to talk about. I mean, th- this thing could go on forever to discuss. Um, technology has gotten so advanced. I mean, we're even looking at probably putting people up into space as a ride. You yeah, know, I know. Coming How soon. crazy is that? Yeah, I mean, they just threw what's his bucket bucket up there. <laughs> I love him though. Star Trek. Like William yeah. Shatner. Yeah, like, William Shatner. Not I mean, <laughs> he was so amazed by that. You know, he yeah. was like blown away so i guess we'll find out if the earth is flat here pretty soon because we'll be taking rides up there Mm. but then the conspiracy theorists might say well that's only because they have you thinking you're looking out the window but really it's a video (laughs) right it's a projected (laughs) image like you're really in a um a simulation yeah 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 yeah. or the windows are convex or concave or whatever so it looks round they like to say that one too well and you know i think it will be a fun discussion anyways because i have and I've let you know that I've made a friend with a, a flat earther. And while I'm I'm not against looking at everything, questioning everything, I accept almost everybody's point of view right now because I have been brought into the truth of like a lot has been fake and false my whole life. And finding the truth has just opened up my eyes. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe the earth is flat. I don't know. But Dr. Jill is adamantly opposed to this theory, (laughs) Uh, but I have found a friend uh, who is a flat earther and we're going to bring him on the show and and bring Dr. Jill in so that so that they can, you know, find out. Maybe we can find out if the earth is round or not. No, Uh, they they won't. We'll (laughs) never agree. And that's that's part of the thing. You're never going to. It's great to have people on both sides of the spectrum constantly because otherwise we wouldn't have anybody questioning even the, the pandemic right, right now which is obviously very needed because it's riddled with evil so until next time every question is a great question <laughs> <laughs>